Welcome to Wattcast. I'm Charlene Gianetti, editor of Woman Around Town. Sometimes the road not taken can lead to something even better. That was the experience of Krista Rizzo. She wanted to be a talk show host and so entered a contest, but she lost. What she gained was a voice. She began to write a blog to showcase the real-life stories of real people. Soon she realized she had found her passion, helping others map out their own journeys, both personally and professionally. She is now a certified transformational life coach, an author, a speaker, a video show host, a wife, and in her words, the words, world's okayest mom to two amazing boys. Krista's goal is to motivate women and youth by helping them realize their true capabilities. So we're excited to talk with her today about her work. Krista, thanks so much for being here with us today. Thank you so much for having me. Okay, let's begin by having you explain to us what a certified transformational life coach is, what the term means, and what that certification process was like. So uh, a certified transformational life coach is uh, somebody who has gone through the certification process to become a life coach. So for me, it was um, researching. There are several different types of schools where you can get your certifications through. They specialize in coaching certifications. Um, and I found one. I interviewed three or four schools, different schools, uh, and I took a six-month certification course. And it was all virtual. It was not that hard. There was some hands-on, uh, you know, coaching involved uh, it was in a group setting, so it was like a classroom, a virtual classroom setting, and it was really like stick to nuts on how to uh, start your coaching business, how to use coaching techniques with clients, and how to niche down and, and hone in on the type of coach that you want to be, because there are different kinds of coaches. There's life coaches, there are career coaches, there are health and wellness coaches, uh, and for me, I really just felt like I was in a time of my life where I was in a career transition myself, mm-hmm. and uh, I wanted, you know, I'm a mom, and I didn't want to go back into the corporate world of career coaching. I wanted to focus on parts of my life that, you know, I may have been struggling with or that I could have used help with when I was a younger mother. Mm-hmm. So I went into parenting to start off, and that kind of morphed into relationships that go along with with parenting that couple with that. And so instead of calling myself a parenting coach or a relationship coach, uh, I coach my clients on a myriad of of topics and and issues that they want to work through Mm -hmm. or life changes that they want to achieve. So I've got some clients who are, you know, in the middle of career transition. I've got clients who are coming to me for relationship uh, challenges. I have clients that, uh, I work with through their parenting issues. So I'm helping them transform their lives, not only in one aspect, but in multiple aspects. So how does working with a life coach differ from going to see a counselor, a psychologist, a psychologist, or, you know, uh, is your approach different than any of those other professionals that someone might seek out? Um, I'm sure it's different. I'm not, you know, I don't have an MD after my name or a PhD after my name. I have a CPC, um, so I can't, you know, diagnose clinical medical issues for like the way a, uh, a psychologist could. 
um, or a psychiatrist. Uh, I, you know, I, and, you know, a counselor or a psychologist, they tend to focus on uh, a lot of times the past mm-hmm. and, and, and dredging up and pulling out and uncovering, you know, what, ha- what, what the issue is. Mm-hmm. My job is to ask some questions about that, but really to talk to you or my client about what it is you want to accomplish moving forward. Right, we talk a lot about you know what you want to be when you grow up. We talk a lot about the changes that you could you can make and implement in your life right now today that can help you you know reach your goals for your future with whatever it is that you're you know you're coming to me for, whether it's your relationship or your parenting or your you know your life in general. Um, so you know, I think the major difference between a life coach or a coach of any kind and you know somebody who is certified medically is, is that, is the certification a little bit. Mm-hmm. And, you know, and the focus on, on where you want to go. It's more, you know, current, current spot in life and where we're taking that to go forward. How do you work with your clients? Do you see them face-to-face or do it over the phone? I have a bunch of different ways I work with my clients. I have some clients that I do see face-to-face. Uh, I do a lot of my coaching over the phone. And I host you know, pod, uh, podcast, web, webinars and seminars and workshops that are in group settings. Mm-hmm. I also do, um, you know, seminars and motivational speaking gigs. So, you know, those are all based on, you know, and around coaching topics. So I do it in a bunch of different ways. There's no one, there's no one right answer for that one. So I know you use a questionnaire. Can you tell us some of the typical questions that might be on that questionnaire? Uh, a loose guideline for my clients. It depends on what they're coming to me for. I always start my coaching relationship with my clients uncovering really who they are as a person at their core. And I think for a lot of people, we don't spend the time doing that for ourselves. We're always so focused on, oh, I want my career to look like this and my life to look like this and my parenting to look like this and my, my spousal relation, my marriage to look like this. We're not really focusing on you know, ourselves as the starting point. Mm -hmm. So for me, I typically start with conversations that are based around, you know, what is it that you as a person, you know, would want, wants to be doing with their life or, or with their, you know, relationship. And let's talk about how you feel and what it is that you see for yourself personally, not necessarily for this particular relationship. Let's talk about you first. And I think once I finish uncovering that information, we move into now let's focus on your relationship or your marriage or your parenting or your career transition. Because if you're not uncovering the truth about yourself first, you're never going to have all the right answers to the questions that I'm going to start asking when it comes to, you know, the reason why we're coaching. So what would be a red flag when you can tell right away that someone is not really open to working with you? You know, I think... A lot of people, or, you know, for me, I've had one or two clients who have been hesitant for coaching because they're afraid of uncovering things about themselves that might, you know, portray them in a, a, you know, not so nice light. Um, You know, it can be an emotional experience Mm -hmm. going working with a life coach, right? right? You're there for a reason. You know you're there for a reason, and a lot of times we don't want to have to face our fears, or we might not want to have to face our demons. 
And the only way you're going to make progress with a coach, with a coach, with any coach, is if you're true to yourself and if you're honest. We're not here to judge. We're here to help. And that's how I, and I, I do start my conversations like that. So I'm not here to judge you. I, it doesn't matter where you came from. It doesn't matter, you know, the experience that you had. What matters is that you are here to move forward and make it better. Mm-hmm. And, you know, add some tools to your life that can possibly help you move through some situations that, you know, with, with more ease. So, you know, when it comes to hesitation when, when I'm working with clients, it's that I think there's, a little bit of fear of judgment there. Mm. Are you seeing an increase in the numbers of people coming to you? I mean, uh, you know, we're going through interesting times, certainly now. Mm. Are, you, are you seeing more people coming to you for help? Yeah, I am. Uh, I recently started a program uh, that uh, I, you know, I'm trying to work into school because, uh, you know, teenage depression and anxiety is going through the roof. And, you know, adult depression and anxiety is going through the roof. And I really feel like, you know, I can offer tools and suggestions and resolutions to helping people cope better with, you know, life issues and, and, and those things, right? So mm-hmm. I do feel like um, I have a lot more presence and I've, got, I've definitely gotten more clients based on unfortunately, the climate of, of our society these days. Uh, but I think that, you know, coaching is on an uptick. I think, you know, a lot of people are, are big cheerleaders for the coaching industry. Um, I came through coaching through my own transition. So, um, I, you know, I think it's a good thing. I think it's a positive thing. I think the more uh, a life coach or, a, a, you know, a positive motivator in your life can impact you, it, you know, it's a trickle-down effect. You, once you're feeling empowered, you tend to help try to empower others. Do you ever work with, uh, you know, a family? I mean, if uh, a teenager was having uh, issues, would you work with the teenager and the parents at the same time? I sure do. I have a program that I call Inspiring Transformation for Teens. Mm-hmm. Uh, I have a an almost teenager. He's 12 and a half. And... Um, I hosted a, a group coaching course for some women at the end of last year called Inspiring Transformation. And one of the moms that was taking the course called me and said, I'd like to share this information with my teenage son. I feel like this is information that he should have at this, at this age. Mm-hmm. And it really is focusing on mindset and communication and how to have real life balance and how to empower each other and why it's important to have dreams and putting, you know, tangible goals in place to get there. Um, so yes, I do. I coach parents and teenagers together when I when I do that group coaching course. Um, I am working with schools. I'm actually speaking at a few schools in the fall uh, to bring this program to teenagers and uh, educators, so mm-hmm. we can you know promote that important message to our kids and why it's important for them to hear and for and the tools for them to utilize and implement in their own lives. Um, so yes, I do. So, Krista, when when you're doing this coaching, are you helping people see what they need to do for themselves? I mean, how much of the uh, inspiration is coming from your guidance and how much of it is coming from them just becoming self-aware and discovering these things on their own? 
I think it's probably 50-50 if I had to put a percentage on it. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, when you don't have the tools or you're hesitant to use things like meditation or, um, you know, doing daily affirmations or implementing positive ideas and tricks and tools and things into your life, and you have somebody there that's encouraging you and supporting you, and then all of a sudden you start doing it, it, it really can be a life changer. Mm-hmm. And, you know, my experience has been that, you know, once I provide you with the tools and, you know, the instruction on how to do these things, you should be able to take them and and run with it and, and see a change and feel a change and feel better about yourself. So, I, you know, I think 50-50 is probably the, a good number. And how do you keep your clients motivated as you go along? I mean, I, I, I would expect that some people are busy uh, with their current careers, even if they're thinking about making a change, uh, you know, finding time to, you know, answer questions or even just talk with you or meet with you um, might upset their schedule. So how do you keep them focused and motivated as you go through this process? Um, you know, we set a schedule ahead of time. And it depends on, you know, the amount of time that my client wants to work with me. Typically, we work in three-month groupings. We do three months at a time, and then we move on from there. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's a weekly, you know, it depends on, on their schedule, right? So if you're somebody who's coming to me and you want to do a three-month package, uh, we, we'll do once a week for 60 minutes. There'll be, you know, I'll follow up with some emails or some questions or some text, some motivational text, and how are you doing? And I was just thinking of you today, and I'll do a lot of, uh, a little bit of research on the back end, depending on, you know, what we're coaching about to say, oh, I found this for you today. You might want to read up on it or um, just giving them the reassurance that I'm there regardless of, you know, what time it is or when, whenever they need me. I mean, clearly, you know, it's a relationship and I like to build relationships with my clients. So I think it's important to, you know, be available and to have those conversations with them because then, of course, you make them feel like, they have somebody to turn to. Mm-hmm. Now, I know your approach mentions self-care. Can uh-huh. you explain what that involves and, and why you see that as an important part of this process? Uh, yes, it's one of my favorite subjects, in fact. Um, I think that, you know, a lot of times, especially women, we tend to not focus on ourselves first. And you're a mom, I'm a mom, we've all got all things going on, we're rushing in and out and doing our things with our kids and ourselves and our careers and our jobs. And, and then all of a sudden at the end of the day, at some point we look in the mirror and we say to ourselves, I have lost myself. Mm-hmm. I've, you know, the guilt plays, you know, a factor, the, you know, some, I like to call it sometimes we, like we feel like martyrs. Like, well, we have, it's very easy for us to tick off the list, all the things we've done for everybody else but we can't find anything to tick off that we've done for ourselves. Right, right. So I think what we need, like, I, I'm a big proponent of this. We have to start focusing on what makes us happy because if we're happy, everybody else is going to be happy. Um, so self-care for me really is, it's different for everybody, right? It's all about what you like to do. If you're somebody who likes to get up early in the morning, like I am, I enjoy getting up early in the morning, a half hour before my kids or my husband or anybody and just really having, like, 30 minutes to myself, even if it's to plan my day, even if it's to have a cup of tea, and read my book in silence, or whatever it is. It's really finding something that you connect with for yourself to do something for yourself that has nothing to do with anybody else. Go get yourself a Medicare and a pedicure. 
go have lunch with your girlfriend. Go take a bubble bath and lock the door. Uh, have a girl's night. Like, self-care can be a lot of different things. It doesn't have to always be like, oh, I went to the spa and got a massage. Not everybody has that luxury in their life. Mm-hmm. But I'm pretty sure every one of us can find 15 to 30 minutes to wind down our day with a book and, and just ourselves in our comfy bed or a cup of coffee with a friend or, or something that's going to make you feel like I've done something for myself and now I feel okay about it. Do you find that women are surprised when you stress self-care? I think when I first started doing this a few years ago, yes. And I think that now a lot of women will just look at me and shake their heads yes and be like, you're absolutely right. And I've been doing this, like not doing it wrong, but um, I really need to start doing more for myself. Mm -hmm. Can you tell us a little bit about, without using names, a, a few of your clients and... Uh, you know, what their situations were and how they worked with you and and managed to uh, make a a life change? Sure. Um, I had uh, a husband and wife come to me a few years ago. They were having uh, communication issues in their marriage, and they thought it was a parenting issue. And when we peeled back the layers of the onion, we realized it has nothing to do with their parenting. They're fabulous parents. They love their children. They're devoted to their kids. They couldn't be eye-to-eye on how to co-parent and really how to speak to each other uh, respectfully and positively in their own personal marriage relationship. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I worked with them for three months, and they are a thriving, beautiful, happy family who I, I'm still in touch with them all. And they're really just a lovely, they're a lovely couple, and they have two beautiful children. And they really are, like, they're like, oh, my gosh, the tools that you gave us for communicating and helping us like, you know, just be more respectful to each other and stop actually yelling Mm -hmm. um, and really just listening to one another because part of communicating is listening um, really did help them. And so that is one of my greatest success stories because I love when I can help total like family, like a family unit come together and be more close. Um, I've coached uh, people successfully through career transition because it's something that I've experienced myself. Uh, and I think that, you know, when you're somebody who's experienced that and you have that, those, uh, that understanding of what your client is going through on a personal level, uh, it's a game changer. I'm not just going to walk into a room and say to somebody, oh, I can help you, you know, get another job without having backup to prove that I've done that for myself. Mm-hmm. Or say, hey, I'm going to help you in your parenting without saying, oh, hey, I've been there. I know what it's like to have an unruly two-year-old or, you know, a mouthy teenager or whatever it is. And here's what I've done. And here are, you know, the things that I've, I've put into place to help us all like do better and be better. Krista, are you seeing anyone coming to you uh, about workplace issues that might involve uh, sexual harassment? So I have, and I think it's because I wrote an article not that long ago for Forbes about my specific issue. Mm -hmm. Um, I had a little bit of a me too moment at the end of my tenure um, in my corporate career. And that really was, you know, the nail in the coffin for me making the decision to try something new and go out and find something that was going to make me fulfilled professionally. Like I, and, and find true happiness in my professional life. Um, so 
I do feel like, I do know that, like, there have been women that have come to me and, and asked me for, you know, more of my story and, you know, sharing our experiences and helping them through, you know, just getting in the right frame of mind to move forward and make a change. Because that's scary, right? I mean, mm-hmm. you have a job, you have, you know, you have to pay your bills. We all have, you know, there's kids involved sometimes. And, you know, it, it's, a, it's a really scary situation to be in and you need to have a positive support system around you and that's one of the things that I, I stress is you know when you're going through something that's emotionally and physically challenging because it, it is mentally challenging it's physically challenging it really does take a toll on your on your overall health um, I really stress the importance of finding people in your life that are going to be positive and supportive around you and if you can't then you know work with somebody who will because those days and weeks and months can be, it really can be debilitating for somebody. And I know because I've been there and I can relate to that and, and, you know, really speak to it. So I know your website says that clients should expect quote, immediate tangible results unquote. Uh, Does that Uh always happen or is it more of a longer term process? Um, so what I mean by immediate tangible results is that, you know, from our first meeting, I am going to help you literally on that day implement some tools to help you feel better about your decision, mm-hmm. right? So you come to me, we sit down, we have our conversation, and I'm going to say to you, okay, you're here for a career transition. Let's talk about why you're so stressed out. Let's talk about your experience so far. Let's talk about what you really want to you know, what you really want to do when, when you go through this transition and what you want to get out of it and where you see yourself. Are you, do you see yourself, you know, making a complete career change or do you just want to get out of the situation that you're in, right? Mm-hmm. And then once we uncover that, I typically can provide my client with some type of immediate relief, whether it is um, finding new techniques for stress relief uh, through, like, meditation or, you know, an exercise or a book that I can, I've read that I can say, hey, I'm recommending this book to you. You know, why don't you read this, you know, for a little bit more just encouragement or whatever. Those are the kind of results that you see immediately and tangibly. Mm-hmm. When, when you're working with a client for three months, two months, five months, six months, a year, obviously, the, you know, more results come along the way and it's a step-by-step process. But I, I actually can provide, you know, my clients with things that they can take home from our first meeting to help them move along their process with ease and, and, and just like, you know, relief almost. Mm-hmm. A lot of people come to coaches because they're feeling anxious and they're feeling like, oh my gosh, what am I doing? And they really are just looking for encouragement and support. And so if I can relieve you of some of your anxiety or stress or questionable mindset, then I'm, I've started my, doing my job in our first hour. How does social media figure into all of this, especially, you know, when you're working with teenagers, is it a plus? Is it a minus? And, uh, does that ever, you know, come up as a major issue in someone's life? Um, I think social media is a double edged sword. Uh, I find it to be extremely helpful for me when I am, you know, working with, uh, business, you know, business stuff, promotion, um, you know, learning more about why am I yelling, all of that kind of stuff. Um, when I am dealing with, you know, clients and we're talking about social media, I 
I can't stress enough to anybody out there that social media is a form of communication. And we don't think about it that way sometimes, but what you're putting out there on social media and what you are taking in from social media, that's all a layer of communication. So think before you speak are things that I like to say to my children, right? It's like think before you, the words come out of your mouth because you can't take them back. We do the same thing on, yes, you can delete a post or you can delete a tweet or whatever it is, but it's out there and somebody has definitely seen it. So I feel like you have to like use your judgment wisely the same way you would when you're having a conversation with someone. Be respectful of what you're putting out there because it's a reflection of the person that you are and words and social media is very, it's very telling, right? It's like all of a sudden, you know, there are people are putting, and there's a lot of stuff that people are putting out there that's not really that real. Instagram, Facebook, we all like to put the happy stuff out there, right? Not a lot of us are being vulnerable and, and showing, like, what real life looks like. Some of us are. I do. My Instagram is filled with, like, what my day looks like, and it's not always pretty, right? Mm-hmm. Sometimes it's a crying kid on the floor. Sometimes it's me looking exacerbated because, you know, nothing went right for me that day or whatever it is. You know, if you're being true to yourself and being authentic, I think social media is, is a great place. I think that if you are somebody who takes everything to heart when it comes to social media, then there needs to be a conversation around what it actually means and what it should mean to you and why it should be utilized, you know, sparingly almost. Have you ever worked with a teenager who was being bullied either in school or online or perhaps in both places? Um, so I have worked with teenagers. I've had conversations with, I, I don't have one-on-one clients uh, for bullying, mm-hmm. but I do have clients who have, you know, kids who have gone through um, some emotional distress. Mm-hmm. So, you know, and provided, you know, tools for those kids and, and stress relief tools and things like that. So, you know, a degree of separation, yes. Mm-hmm. Um they're hard conversations to have, but I think, you know, when you're working on mindset, especially in teenagers, you just have to stress um, the importance of them learning how to love themselves for who they are and the person that they are becoming and the person that they want to become. Um, you know, our kids think that, you know, every single moment of their lives, are the, these are the, this is the most important. And if I, you know, fail a test or somebody teases me or, you know, something doesn't go my way, the whole world is going to end. And I think we have to provide the information to our children to let them know that these years that they're going through, and the teenagers are hard. Mm. They're the most hard years that we ever have to go through because so much is happening to us developmentally, physically, emotionally, all of it, right? And it's all happening at the same time. And we don't know what to do with ourselves. Like, remember back to when you were a teenager, and it was, it's not easy. Mm-hmm. And so as parents, we kind of have to give them the opportunity to express themselves. And whether or not we agree with them, we need to be supportive of them. We have to provide them with, you know, the answers. We have to provide them with the support. We have to provide them with the communication style and tools that, you know, that are going to be beneficial to not only our relationship with our kids, but to their relationship with themselves, because that's their most important one, right? Right. So I think that when we are, we're out there as adults, not just with our own kids, but really, you know, talking to 
you know, live by the golden rule, do unto others, and all the things that we teach our kids every single day, be kind and, and all those things, ask them to put themselves in the shoes of the kid that's being bullied or ask them to put them in themselves in the shoes of the kid that's bullying because that kid is bullying for a reason. Mm. They're not, they clearly don't have the life that, that, that the child that they're bullying has or there's something happening. There's a reason for everything, and you don't know what another person's life looks like behind their closed doors. We can speculate all we want, but that is a form of judgment, and I'm not here to judge anybody for what they do or what they choose or any of those things. I'm only here to help our children understand that the person that you are is an incredibly wonderful, beautiful person, and we have to help you see that too. Krista, have you ever had a client that you really felt you couldn't help? I've had uh, a couple of challenging clients. I don't feel like I've never been able to help somebody, which is a good thing. Um, but, you know, the coaching relationship is, it's a partnership, right? It's 100%, 100%. And if you are not giving 100% of yourself to this experience, then you're not going to get out of it what you what you put in. You're going to get out what you put in. It's like any other relationship, right? right? It's I can give you the tools and the answers and the help and the motivation and all of the resources that I have at my disposal. But if you're not going to use them and you're going to you know be resistant and hesitant and not open up and be fully present in this partnership, then you might not get as much out as what you what you think, quote unquote, you should. Right. So, how do you take care of yourself? I, I mean, when you're working with so many people and trying to work through their issues and help them to find solutions, how hard is it to, at the end of the day, just say, "Okay, I'm done. I'm finished. I'm not going to think about that anymore." <laughs> um. You know. It's hard only because this is my passion, right? I love to do this. I love to help people. I love to find ways to, you know, bring people together. I, I love to create content, and I love to create group programs, and I love, I just love it. So it's hard for me to turn it off, truthfully. Um, but it's not hard in a cumbersome way. I don't feel drained at the end of the day. I don't feel like, oh, my gosh, I can't wait to turn it off. In fact, it's almost quite the opposite, which is kind of scary. But, you know, I truly thrive on, you know, wanting to make people's lives better and wanting to make the world a better place and all of those things. So for me, it's not, I'm not tired of it. And I don't think I ever will tire of it. I think that, you know, more people need to have the experience with coaches. I think more people need to have, you know, the experience of motivational speaking in their lives. I think that, you know, we've kind of gotten away from the idea of living together as, you know, a happy family in this whole world. And I think we kind of need to get back to that because we're seeing the effects of that now. And a lot of it's not that pretty. Mm-hmm. So, Krista, I think you've certainly uh, hit a nerve. And I <laughs> think that... Uh, um, there are many people out there, I'm sure, who could benefit from working with you as a life coach. So thank you so much for speaking with us today. And uh, we will have information on Woman Around Town uh, 
as to how people can reach out and contact you. But your website is? My website is whyamiyelling.com. Uh, and you can follow me on social media at whyamiyelling underscore on Instagram and Twitter and all those places. Uh, and, yeah, I mean, I'm, I'm findable. <laughs> okay, that's great. Well, thank you again. This has been this has been a wonderful discussion. Again, I'm Charlene Gianetti, editor of Women Around Town, and we've been speaking with uh, Krista Rizzo, certified transformational life coach. Thank you, Krista. Thank you.